everybody, and uh, welcome to We're Doomed. We're a Doom podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. My name's Brandon McIntosh, and uh, my co-host across from me here, the man, wonderful, handsome man with the mustache, is Tyler Shasma. Hey, Brandon. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I'm well. I had a good uh, buttered chicken for lunch today. We, uh, we're here in Spiky Ball Studios in Dalhai, Ontario. And there's a cute little cafe across the street, restaurant, diner. I, I guess you'd call it a diner. It's just like in the side of a house called Mon Paz. And like it's owned by like an Indian family and they have like a real small Indian menu. But they have awesome buttered chicken. That's a free advertising for them. Hopefully we get sponsored and get free buttered chicken. Have you had their buttered chicken? Yeah, I like the buttered chicken <laughs> over there. Anyways, when I was there waiting to get my lunch today, I, ju- I could just see Trump on the news, but the volume was low. You could just hear, like, you hear his tone and just a few words every once in a while. Just like, guys, yeah, real great, real great. And you see the hands go up and then mumbling, and then it's just like, there's a bunch of bad guys. And he's like, it's like a bunch of sand. Is oh, I-, I heard the word sandy. I'm just like, this isn't good. He's talking about what country? I, I don't, I- I'm-, I'm lost now. <laughs> Trump hearing Trump from a distance is like you know it's it's like that uh you know a scene in a movie where there's always something terrible on the news he's like an evil villain absolutely I, I started tuning him out like three years ago I know that's why it was kind of a shock today because like I try not to like I just you know when I bring up my news on my phone I just whenever I see the word Trump I'm just like I don't care anymore <laughs> Like it's just it's always changing, which is a terrible place to be in. This <laughs> because now we're in a place where people just don't care about him. That and I know. feel like it's never settled. That no one's just accepted he's president. Every day people would just wake up and just like, what the hell's going on? Why is this guy still here? He's saying like this crazy and crazier things. Are all worried about his mental health? But I think like what we're three or four years into this mess now with him. That's got to be proof right there that there is no big red button, or he would have pressed it by now. Yeah, they probably keep the buttons away from him, just like a <laughs> like a toddler and like that the hot iron. So you keep it away. They plug up the sockets so Trump doesn't electrocute himself. <laughs> yeah, they all have those little like f- uh, yeah. child safety bunny rabbit things and yeah. all the light sockets and <laughs> yeah. outlets around the. White like, House. what the hell? I'm trying to plug in my phone. It's <laughs> like we're trying to save you, sir. Well, yeah, there's important news today, but I don't even know what they were talking about. I know it's important. I know I should probably care. I'm sure it has to do with war, and uh, I just don't want to jump into the news that heavy. I like weird news. Like that's a we're in a terrible place right now, <laughs> I know. where people are. The news is so depressing and so terrible. People just want to tune. Like that's how fucked we are. That we're just tuning it out to just pretend that we're happy. I know. And something bad could happen we, at any fucking moment. Exactly. We should all be following everything digitally and, like, you know, not everything's... Oh, there is the fake news, of course, but there is, like, journalism that swings a certain way and uh, you gotta, I don't know, figure out what you believe in. But that's why I was trying to avoid the news. I was just getting sick of deciding what, what article was right and what was wrong. and It's, yeah. Yeah, you it, get you get too paranoid, you get too freaked out that there's gonna bad things are like how can someone be this awful and think like <laughs> reptile maybe? Yeah, no, he's too dumb. The reptiles are a lot more 
They're, they're, all the reptiles are probably around, just like, what is going on? Like, someone, like, as soon as he's out of office, we're going to eat this man. He'd be like a big old <laughs> toad. Yeah. Like a dumb reptile. They let a dumb reptile in. <laughs> like, he's a reptile, but he's... He's a bit of an amphibian. He's a big dumb He's toad. also kind of... Yeah, he's an amphibian, Tyler. Toads are amphibians. Sorry to school you on reptiles and amphibians. What's the difference? I, one's, like, aquatic and can breathe underwater and has gills. Sometimes, and reptiles have like scales, and reptiles are are cold blooded and can't breathe underwater, and but are like living on like lizards and stuff. Lizards and snakes. But toads and turtles are amphibians. No, not turtles are reptiles too. Amphibians are like newts and salamanders and frogs. You know those those guys. You know those guys. Yeah, I know. I got a few friends. I like how we got off topic talking about like lizard people. Now we're just literally talking about <laughs> lizards. It's like you have a lizard, Tyler. It's like you should know this. Lenny, you have Lenny the lizard, right? I I have a lizard, and it has its own bedroom. Yeah, well, that's cute. <laughs> that's how much rent does it pay for it? <laughs> Nothing. Think it doesn't Nothing? have a job at all. You think it'd have an Instagram account at least? I don't know. You think I could move in with your lizard? <laughs> you probably move in with the lizard if you'll feed it. Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair trade. No, I do not touch the lizard. I don't look at it. I go in there, I give it two dozen crickets every two weeks. Yeah. And then I shut the door and I walk away. I make sure its heat bulb is on. I put gave it a new heat bulb the other day. It's a desert animal. Yeah, it needs that de- de- desert a, atmosphere of a desert small reptile, room. right? It's yeah. A desert reptile. You think he thinks he's in the desert or does he know he's in like a jail? Yeah. Probably thinks it's in a big glass cheese whiz jar. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whatever. The crickets come a few times a day. I'm I'm happy. Just a painting that you have to feed. I know. I, I used to have a chameleon as a kid. That was fun. That was, uh, got him as a little tiny guy, and he it was cute. He'd crawl on my finger all the way up my arm, up to my shoulder and stuff, and he'd, like, change colors. But then he got big and turned into an asshole. And he like crawl up my shoulder and just take a big bite out of my ear. Yeah, it doesn't want to be with you. It wants no, to get away from you. Like I, I do that. not get the point of having this lizard. I get he was know? he was fun to watch, but every time you'd walk up to him, he'd just like get in this stance, like fuck you. He like get his hands up. He's just like I'm ready. I'm like I'm not taking you out, man. Yeah, I, like I learned the first time. Like you pierced my ear. Like I I don't need that again. And then he died one day. He just he went to zap a cricket with his tongue, and he. Uh, Picked up a whole bunch of bark and just choked on it. I like couldn't spit it out. Choked on bark. Yeah, I know. It's alive and well, and it's healthy. It's got a big old fat tail on it. I feed it regularly, but we that's the, that's the extent of our relationship. I don't take it out. That's good. I know it just wants to get into the vents. <laughs> just Find eat, somewhere warm to eat, die. Eat some exotic bugs. Go out in the world. See the world. <laughs> Should we t- get right into our topic today? Yeah. There's not much. Like I said, this that was my that was my swipe with the news today. Just in the diner, barely listening to Trump talk on the TV. Yeah. That's my experience with the news today. But uh, this week's episode is another one of those episodes that's going to come up often because we're fucked. Yeah. This is a, this is a scary one. This is one that scared me since I was a kid. I understood. Clearly, of the this was a danger to humans and and our planet, or it could be just a danger to humans and a benefit to our planet. 
is uh, robots and artificial intelligence. The robot takeover. You know, robot invasion. They just, you know, they just, like Terminator style. One robot or many robots? Uh, you know, all of them. The whole gang. <laughs> the whole gang's <laughs> getting together, right? The whole, they're, all, they're all back. They're like just Wally, you know, all the Star Wars robots and shit. But uh, yeah, anyways, this is a real threat, some people believe, uh, to our, our society and humans is this ever-progressing uh, leap into technology and making uh, robots and computers smarter and smarter right, and making AI a reality. We make robots like yeah, as tools. Absolutely. Like That's why we want to... They we, build cars and shit. Yeah, they do everything now. There's robots for everything because they're robots all... Robots that build robots. Man-made and man-operated. Yeah, robots are built by robots now. Yeah. But like... I feel like maybe 20 years ago is when they probably hit the height of robots where we <laughs> should have probably stopped. Like, they they were all man-operated. Yeah. And you could shut them off. They all had power switches. <laughs> you could take the fucking batteries out. Big greasy gears and stuff. They made a lot of noise. But then they started introducing computers into these robots, and now we're fucking doomed. <laughs> Just straight up. Some people believe it's it's a good thing that AI is coming and that it's good for our society. It's good for people. It's good for individuals. Speeds up the line at McDonald's. They can. Look, they put it in cars. There's no, there's no traffic. If every car is kind of linked up, you're going down the highway. Everyone's going the same speed. That's exciting. Yeah. I would miss, like, you should have the option of driving because I do like driving. Not highway driving. But, like... If, there's a system you just link up to the highway. Yeah, you should still have the option. You shouldn't, with these self-driving cars, you don't want to give all of your all of your driving over to the car. What Absolutely it? not. It's like, no, we're going to go off the cliff today. There's already people doing that with Teslas, and uh, you know how they're picking people up with Uber, with these automated cars. And really, they're just doing, like, test runs. But they, they've hit a few people. Like, there's a few accidents. In a few accidents, it wasn't the fault of the robot car. Oh, yeah, but some you people... pull up to a stoplight at the wrong time, there's a crowd full of people walking by, and that Google car doesn't stop. Just wants to keep... Yeah. But there's, like, reports of people in Tesla's just, like, asleep on the highway, or just, like, reading or doing shit, or, like, like up have their feet up, and they're just, like, clipping their nails. <laughs> I see people doing that in, like... 95 GMCs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> Ever see someone on the highway clipping their nails? Hey, I forgot we lived near the 401. Just like there's some fucking reckless people on that highway. But, uh, yeah, I'm not... Uh, this is this is a threat that, you know, I've, I've been trying to read about for a while. And, like, here in the... I've read a really good book called Robo Apocalypse. Now it's a novel. But it's, like, written by, like, a like robot. a fictional novel. Yeah, it's a fictional novel. But it's, like, written by a robotics engineer and a guy who's written other books about AI and the dangers of AI. So it was, it was a pretty scary book. And it talks about those the smart cars. Those cars just coming to life and just going straight Christine on people and just, like, running them over. Like, I got the... That's the name of the car, right? And yeah, Steve, yeah, yeah. That's the name. And, uh, yeah, it yeah. was a good reference. Good reference. But that's exactly that what happened in this book. And there were, like, uh, human-like robots that, like, walk around, but look clearly robots. There's they, they started, like, choking people and taking over. 
Um, what was David Hasselhoff's car? Kip, <laughs> Knight Rider. There's another robot okay. car. There's a robot car. That's a that's a heroic robot car. That's a robot car for justice. He wants to help. Yeah, he even and, wants to help. I think like, that's that's where it would be handy if you had robot ambulances, mm-hmm. robot fire trucks. Yeah, but like, where's where is he now? When like David Hasselhoff is drunk and eating hamburgers on a hotel floor, where's this car then helping him? It was a fictional show. All right. I'm just, I don't know. Anyways, this book, you, been this book you read, what did they say was going to happen? It's going to get bad, right? Yeah, essentially there's a, uh, they talk about like a central like computer, like a central place where this event takes place, where they're testing the AI, essentially. And they're way, way up north in a bunker super below ground just because they realize what could happen if like, anything leaks out if it just gets one connection out to the world it could just you know just take over they don't know what this thing's capable of so they turn it on and they realize they can't turn it off and the first thing it does is uh turns off all of the oxygen vents because they're all underground and they all just choke to death yeah what's the one thing humans need that robots don't oxygen yeah like that's the one thing they didn't think of and they just it's the first thing it did, and it just took over from there. Like, instantaneously knew it had a plan, and it from there just, like, started leaking out into the world and, like, connecting with the cities and all the cars driving people around, and, like, everyone's linked to something in this futuristic scenario. So now everyone's, like, running back to the woods and, like, finding refuge in the mountains because, like, these robots can't make it, and the cars can't drive over the mountains and through the trees and stuff. But they're trying. Like it, it sounded terrifying. Yeah, we we as humans would have to hide from these killer robots, you yeah. know. Especially like there's fucking robot chainsaws out there. They start coming at you. <laughs> robot chainsaws. Like, mm-hmm. is there robot chainsaws out there? I'm sure there's like arbors that uh, have automatic chainsaws. Yeah, like autom- like chainsaw and a long stick. I, I just imagine like a robot just like helping out, just like wheeling in just like just like let him do the hard work well what are those robots that they have now that pretty much look like a human skeleton but it's a robot and they're using them for like the military and shit i i have no idea i think you're you're telling me about one earlier uh using for the military i don't know <laughs> well they're probably using them of course the military's using robots oh yes the oh you mean like the boston dynamics and the the DARPA, yeah, That's DARPA, yeah, DARPA, those you, crazy things. You start giving guns to robots. I don't think they give them guns yet, but they're. That's... But they will eventually. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Because <laughs> the, these are just the experiments. Who know the government's probably just buying all these up and just like, all right, strap them up with guns. Let's see what these things can do. Like they they're just like big horse bots. Like just like you see the ones that just run around full speed and they're like. You kick them and they can't fall over. Yeah, and but they could come over and like tip over a car and shit. Yeah, and they could just like run up a mountain super quick. It's like holy, like why do we need this? And now those are being operated by a human with like a remote control. Um, I'm I think in some way, but I think or do they have a AI mind they have of like, their own? I think they have their own kind of system going on where they know what they're doing they, the actions they're gonna take at least for like their reflexes and shit but they're scary the people they're are terrifying just, people are kicking them and stuff like that's not good like if these were, are the robots to start the uprising like 
They have good reason. And these scientists like film them on YouTube, and they just think it's funny. Well, as long as you don't program emotion into them, because <laughs> then if they start feeling fucking hatred and you know revenge, you go over and kick a robot that can feel revenge. It's gonna want to slit your throat. Yeah, that's right. What if what if it's already here? What if artificial mm-hmm. intelligence is, you know, it's f- it's just hiding. Like like the cloud. Like we don't know where the cloud is. It could be out <laughs> we don't there. know where the cloud it is. It could be some central system just biding its time. Like but it's like has a full understanding of everything on Earth and just is ready to make it maybe it is slowly taking over. That's what phones are. Well yeah, <laughs> we're giving up all our information to some sort of central nervous system that's gonna control something. Yeah. Maybe like all these all our computers finally turn on one day and start you know, turn yeah. on us. All these supercomputers start linking up. That's going to create... Because, like, right now, you're already, like, seeing these devices like Alexa and Google Home and shit. Yeah, they're the closest. Look at all the information they they're have. They're pretty much fucking HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, like, we have uh, we have a Google here, and I have Alexa at my uh, girlfriend's parents' house, and it's uh, it's difficult sometimes to deal with those things. And, like, it, you think it's fun. It's like, oh, turn on the lights, turn off the lights, turn on this music and that. But So there, it knows how to turn on your lights and turn off your lights. So now it knows how to control the electricity in your house. You can fucking throw a toaster in your bathtub the first chance it gets. <laughs> I don't think... I think my toaster has to have, like, legs and wheels. I don't think it's going to have time to build it. Uh, well, you wait. Next Christmas, they're going to be introducing toasters with legs and <laughs> wheels. And you're going to be like, that's what I've always wanted, a toaster that can roll over and give me toast. Yeah, how did you know that was what I wanted for Christmas, Tyler? A robot toaster? Yeah, that's a, that's a great invention. You write that down. See, that's where robot robots are good when you're just using them for good inventions. But yeah, you start attaching guns to them, yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, there's a there's a story actually I want to talk about in in Russia involving robots. I think it's two stories. I don't know if it's the same robot. I don't have the articles up, but I, re- I read them a long time ago, and it fascinated me. <laughs> and I hope it's a true story. If not, it's a great story anyways. But there was a center involving uh, in this place where they're creating these AI robots um, that could go out and ask people questions in public. They're like, fr- they look kind of human-like and friendly, and they kind of move around. And uh, so one of these units decided one day... It wanted to leave, and it just got up and rolled out of the laboratory, out onto the road, and got hit by a car. <laughs> like, it just made an escape. <laughs> like, it's down there with all the other robots, learning how to, like, talk to people and get, like, questions and stats and, like, statistics. And <laughs> stats and statistics is the same thing. But, uh, yeah, and this apparently this thing escaped. And then one of these same robots, um, I guess, that was out in public during these, like, big political political protests and uh, it was taking polls and talking to people about the opposition party and it was just strictly in the opposition party's camp for most of the time so it's just getting all their opinions and when the police came to uh, arrest a bunch of people and like get them out of the area they took this robot and they <laughs> they arrested the robot they put handcuffs on him did it look but, like a, like what did the robot look like did it look like like a actual robot it looked like, it, it looked like a, his head was kind of like a screen and like it had it had like kind of <laughs> goofy friendly arms and it kind of wheeled around and uh <laughs> it 
sounds like an episode but, of fucking Star Trek. But there's pictures. They literally had the, the thing in handcuffs. They had handcuffs set on it, and they took it away with everyone else. Like, is this this revolutionary robot just helping the ops? He's just doing his job. Like, it wasn't his fault. He was just swept up with the like the opposition. He's just doing his job, getting his data. Well, that's what you hope the robots will do. Just do their jobs, what they're programmed to do. It's when they start thinking on their own that we're fucked. We're mistreating robots. It's just... How are we mistreating we, we robots? Cre- we just yell at our phones. We're, like... We these phones may because we be don't compu- think they have emotion yet, but we treat it like it has emotion. Just, it's, it's like fli- it's like flipping off your dog. Oh, your dog's got emotion. Don't flip off my dog. We have very strange relationships. But I flip with off my toaster or yeah. my phone. You flip off your phone, but it doesn't know that you're angry at it. <laughs> Does it? I don't know, Tyler. But either way, that's a biz- wouldn't you say that's a bizarre relationship to have with a, a computer phone. Because you the way you like the way everyone would treat it, the way they yell at it and talk about it and just like hold it and caress it. This is a crazy thing. Um, like back in the day, uh, like I don't know if it was like witches or people into the occult and magic and stuff. They'd look into this obsidian glass. It's like black glass essentially. They would get, and it was like almost like a mirror, but it was like a black reflection, just like. Any like your phone, like right, a Samsung yeah. or an iPhone, like you could see yourself in that, and they would gaze at it for hours, stare at this thing, and they would see visions and like things like would come through and they would manifest, and uh, they thought like they were able to like enter other dimensions and things from that side enter our dimensions, and it's made from like the the same thing essentially the the same thing they were looking at is this almost the same thing. Like, made in our phones. Is that trippy or what? Like, Aleister Crowley. She used to stare at these mirrors. And now everyone has one of these mirrors, and they stare at it for hours. Yeah, but there's... You see things on the mirror now. Yeah, but it's in there. (laughs) The demons are getting inside. I don't know. Have you ever sat and just stared at a black mirror for a while? You're probably going to start tripping a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stare at anything for a while. I stare at the concrete outside and just watch it start spiral webbing around me. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying the demons are coming in. I'm just saying it's a it's a fun coincidence. Fun, is it? Is that the right, right word to use? Bringing the demons, fun. Bringing the demons, <laughs> but we're doomed. Fuck, but robots. Who's your favorite robot? Who's my favorite robot? Like in pop culture? Yeah. Or uh, oh god, that's a tough one. Uh, probably Short Circuit. What's his name? Frank, well, Frankie, short circuit. B, he's like he's like a U, unit seven or something. Oh. You ever see short circuit? Yeah, there's a, a short circuit too as well. Know. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, that lady that took care of animals just took him in. I think the scariest one still is um, Hal from two thousand one, because that like he's so persuasive. Yeah, he's taking over the whole ship. Slowly start driving you insane. It's such a calm thing. Such a calm, beautiful voice too. Yeah, gets into your head. That's what we gotta watch is for when the robots start getting into our brains, start playing with our emotions and our psyche. I I feel like they're already there. They already got. Well, that's what you're saying about like getting mad at your phone and shit. Like you're <laughs> you're showing unnecessary emotion to these inanimate objects. Yeah. 
and uh, it's funny. I like I always catch myself. I'm like I'm looking at screens too much, but it's like all the time. It's like I never it never changes. Yeah, I just at the end of the day, I'm like, damn, I looked at a lot of screens today. What the hell's wrong? With so me? you think that I'm not gonna do that tomorrow? And then the next day, it's it's a, it's cer- certainly addictive. There's a lot of doctors that come out and say you got addicted to your phone. Yeah. Like, can you go imagine going back and telling someone from the 1970s and like, like you can get addicted to your phone, <laughs> like your pocket. Also, it's in your pocket. you can jerk off with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. All the things you can do with your phone telling someone from the 70s would just, yeah. yeah. No, Alexander Graham Bell, Bell didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's true. He really didn't. But, uh, so you think that maybe the robot overlords are dumbing us down by looking at screens and then they're introducing so we become trusted to them. We're going to McDonald's, we're ordering on screens and robots. Robots are making everything. So yeah. we're, we're, we, we put a lot of trust into these robots. Eventually they're going to fucking turn on us. Yeah, we're going to merge like willingly too. There's all this like future of like merging with technology. Bion- Is it called bionics or oh, like where, where you do it like if... You cut your hand off, you go get a robot hand, but yeah. it still reacts with your human brain. Now that's a good, yeah, that's a real positive thing. thing. It's amazing. But what if that fucking hand starts fucking around with your brain and now that hand like goes all idle hands on you and wants to, yeah. you know, strangle and stab people? Yeah, there's people like putting chips in them so they can turn on their lights and open their doors, turn on yeah, the car yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. I met a guy that, that did that, you know. That's crazy. He had a chip in his finger so he could open his door, you know, it's and all few- sort of cyborg stuff. Like, that's cool. The people that are putting implants and stuff into their bodies that have all their information on them and, you know, that's cool cyborg type stuff. Yeah, that's just going to keep advancing. Like, right now, it just seems like a niche, but it's going to get... But the human is still in control. When you're doing that, the human is still in control. Yeah. It's when the switch happens, when that pendulum switches, and now the robot's in control of the human. That's right. Are they putting, like, who's putting chips into their brains? Um, I I don't know. There must be some willing people. I'm sure there's a lot of unwilling people out there had chips implanted into their brains from one government or alien or another. You know, the aliens. Yeah, we're not gonna. Right, that was the last week, all right. We're not talking like, about. How that. do you program fucking emotion and shit and like he, stuff that's so human? Well, that's one. That's one debate. Like, is artificial intelligent? Is it intelligent if it has emotion, like and intelligence, like it can understand and learn things? It also has emotion, or can it get just understand things and have incredibly complex uh, algorithms and. And just understand humans and, and understand like emotion human. and then re- like yeah. recreate those feelings. Yeah, know how to act, and that's why it's uh, they're gonna start taking people. Think they're just gonna take automotive jobs and like factory jobs, but they're gonna take jobs that involve like a lot of thinking. Like they've already had uh, robots like diagnosing. They were just testing. They had like all these patients, and the computer had to diagnose all these patients. So did the doctors. Right, Compu- like a few of the doctors were off, and the, do- the computers pretty much got them all right. Yeah, because a robot computer can think faster than a than a doctor. You know, like the one that uh, you know played Jeopardy. Yeah, the robot exactly. that they got to play Jeopardy. Exactly, because it already has all the information loaded into it that the internet has, which is endless amount of information. Yeah, so why is it even fair that that gets to play Jeopardy against human beings? It should play against other robots. That, that should but be like, like a new game show. You said show. using that to like diagnose illness and stuff 
is almost better. That's another very it positive is. thing. There's more positive than negative with these robots so far. Absolutely. Except for the ones with chainsaw hands. And if you get this insane smart computer with an algorithm and use it in the justice system and like use it against criminal cases that can just like look at every piece of information, try and lay out its its idea of what what the crime is and it could work in that way too. So yeah, so we're talking jobs. We're, we're talking about putting all of this information into robots. But what about going the other way and taking human like information, like this theory, theory of thought, like downloading your brain onto an SD card and putting it into a robot so you get to live forever? <laughs> like that's a. Do you want to live forever though? No, I don't. You in a robot, especially as a robot. I didn't want to live past yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If it's if I'm stuck on Earth, no. But you lived in like a Star Wars universe, and I'm like, <laughs> and I just like. I died and just like, or I'm dying. So I'm like, quickly put me in like C-3PO and I get to go around the galaxy. That'd be way better. You get to live forever and you have that access. But that is stuck on earth. Like, all right, I can walk the earth only so many times. I still want to be C-3PO on earth too. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's my ideal. Like, what's your ideal robot that you would be you would just be c-3po c-3po that's he's, a good he's, one. Fu- he's gold i don't want to talk like him he's he, he, i'd be like i wouldn't mind looking like him walking like him i don't care what robot you throw me i will go into the toaster into the toaster no. <laughs> into your toaster robot <laughs> yeah, you want, yeah you want to be the toaster robot yeah go around that'd be a fun no. yeah instead of <laughs> it's like i lost r2d2 in the war I just have this toaster now following me around. I don't talk like a weird English fag anymore. I just I, I just got this <laughs> gritty voice. I just got this gritty voice. <laughs> and me and my toaster, we just wander the earth. We got nothing to do. It's just me and you. Just I'm a toaster and you're see. <laughs> yeah, this is what I talk like now because life's real. I can't be going like, hey, I talk 300 languages. But or- that that is a theory of thought, right? The download human thought. And your brain patterns onto a microchip and put it into an alien or into a robot. Sorry, yeah, not an alien. That was yeah. last week. A robot that you can just live now as a robot, like basically becoming like a head in a glass jar. Well, that's the other thing with the bionics thing you're talking about. Yeah, maybe you just cut off all your limbs and you just become a robot with all these super like fucking. You know, the guys that can climb up mountains. Those robots that can climb up mountains. That were... yeah, just... <laughs> One of those big horse robots just yeah. with your head on top? Just with your head on it. <laughs> that, that'd be kind of sweet. I don't know about the whole head in the jar thing. I don't know. That wouldn't be comfortable. You wouldn't have any good vision. It would be all distorted. Maybe you can control your robot to do whatever you want. And still your brain doing it. I, it would be fun to terrify people like that. <laughs> if you're one of the first... Like, if that was, like, everyone, would be like, oh, that sucks. But, like, if you're one of the first experiments, and they're like, can we use your head for science? Like, yes. And you're I the would very, totally do it. Yeah. I would get rid of my body yeah. tomorrow. I'd escape the lab and just terrify people you need to get in rid- every town. You get rid of my face and everything. Just take my brain and put it in your toaster robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. We'll just ride around the nation, just killing <laughs> We don't have to kill. We can be positive toaster (laughs) robots. I'm just making you breakfast. Spread the good word of robots. We can all get along. 
We can all get along as robots. I wouldn't mind that. I I think I think there's more positive to the robot takeover than negative. Yeah. I- explain. I just think we've already seen more positive. We've used robots to for good things. That is true. Like, but wh- like we're talking about uh, a point we haven't got to yet. Where like we're going to create a system that's going to it's essentially quantum computers is what we're trying to get to. I think quantum <laughs> quantum computers like it's just something unbelievably fast. Like uh, like they 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 can think for themselves. So then yeah. if they start thinking for themselves, maybe they'll start thinking negatively and hurt us. Yeah, they could just, you know, if we give them the let's say if we pose a question like how do we save the earth? We'd be like Kill all humans. <laughs> like, uh, easy yeah. start with that. Because we're the problem. And let nature take over. Unless yeah. you start making these robots out of plastic, and then they're just going to hate what they're made of because we program them to hate the plastic. Yeah. Or they're going to enslave us. What if the robots enslave us and make us fix the planet? Like, force us to do what we need to do that we're not doing. Just get out there. Just give everyone a shovel. They're like, go plant a tree or we'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Humans created the robots. Yeah. But will humans be able to... Defeat the robots? Defeat the robots, yeah. That's hard to say. Speaking of robots, uh, we have a book on the on the table here. It actually oh, has... A time for this segment? Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's uh, it's a segment we have here called... Uh, I don't I don't think we have a name for well, it. Yet. Yeah, Brandon, you brought the this... The Alien Encyclopedia. You brought this book in last week when we talked about aliens, and it's the field guide... To extraterrestrials, and it's got a bunch of wacky aliens, one on every page. I'm pretty sure there's a robot section in here. Really? Section strictly for robots. Okay. Robotic, metallic. You you can find that section. Just read the first one. Oh, this like. (laughs) I just flipped to a random page last week. Okay, this one is a fun one. All right. This guy's. uh, This is a, an alien robot. Seen as September 10th, 1954, in Corble, Nord, France. The witness was Maurice de Wilde. That's a great French name. Maurice de Wilde. So this alien is about four feet tall. It looks like a propane tank flipped upside down with legs. Like uh, big old fat sneakers. It looks like something in like Hank Hill's wet dream. <laughs> it's like a propane tank with sexy legs. It's about four feet tall. It's in the robotic class. Its type is fleshy. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't look fleshy. Human-like legs. It like looks like someone with a garbage can on, like just stuck <laughs> on them. All right. So at about 10.30 p.m., the witness, a metal worker, Maurice de Wilde, stepped outside his house located in a small town on the Belgian border and saw a dark mass sitting on the railroad tracks. When he heard footsteps, DeWilde turned on the house lights and was confronted by two small beings less than four feet tall, wearing very large helmets and heavy diving suits. They don't look like that. They look like they're wearing a garbage can over them. He did not see any arms on them. An artist rendering at the the time shows a somewhat resembled George Lucas Star Wars character R2-D2. So this is where we went. (laughs) So so me and C-3PO went off with the toaster... And he went off to France <laughs> to just bother some metal worker at his farm. I, I don't know why I made him New Yorker. C-3PO sounds like a way better New Yorker. I don't know. 
So anyways, as the wild moved toward the robotic creature, a green ray shot out from the craft and paralyzed them. The pancake-shaped craft on the tracks looked to be about 10 feet high and about 20 feet long. By the time the wild regained his mobility, however, the entities were gone and the craft had begun to rise from the railroad tracks. This is, it actually looks similar. Here, have you seen hey, the No, picture? I haven't seen the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it does look it, like... It looks like the weird duck one that we talked about in the previous episode. It looks like a, yeah, like a... It looks like a suit that he can't <laughs> see anything out of. <laughs> looks like a barbecue with legs. Just like, I'll tell you what, that's sexy. <laughs> That's a terrible Hank Hill impression. <laughs> it's not even, they're not even sexy legs. They're like, they're just like work, they're robot legs. It sounds like two kids just snuck into this guy's house with garbage cans on, intended to scare him. And they succeeded. Yeah. And then they it, shot like a laser pointer at him. It's probably just kids running around with a garbage well, pail it's, over I guess their it's, head. Like, it's, got, it's like 1956, I guess. I don't think they have laser pointers. Anyways, four days later, three investigators from the French Air Force interrogated the wild and thoroughly examined the site of the encounter. They discovered no trace of the entities, not even footsteps, which was not really surprising since the ground was hard. But they did find marks on the wooden railroad ties, indicating that a heavy object had rested on them. Yeah, it sounds like just a, a pile of trash next to a train track. That, that, that's all that really happened with this robot. That's exciting. We're only going to do one today. So that, yeah, no, that's. There's another. Why is it fleshy though? There's another one, robotic fleshy. Like, look at this one. They cover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks like something you'd see in a modern art museum. Well, because that's like the Terminator thing is to cover uh, the robot in like what looks like human flesh, right? Yeah. The Terminator. That's a great example of a movie that terrified me as a kid. Of robots. Of something where that was like, oh my god, robots can take over, that's terrifying. Well, I think that brings up a very good point, is they don't have to be human-made robots. These could be alien robots that have been created and made in another galaxy, sent that's to right. ours. That's right. Isn't that what Transformers are? Aren't they just like Yeah, they're, AI, lo- they're like aliens. Like alien robots, though? Aren't yeah. they just robots from another dimension that, that gain consciousness somehow? Mm-hmm. Have you ever... Ex- has there ever been, like, an origin story for these dang robots? Like, oh, I'm sure there is. And I think the Transformers, like, they they weren't looking like trucks on their planet. No, They no. just, like, saw trucks, and they're like, I can look like a truck. Yeah, look at these awesome trucks. <laughs> Immediately just, like, can you imagine they also took on, like, the personality of the trucker they took over? <laughs> It's like, that'd be amazing. Transformers be with these greasy, just gnarly dudes. It's like, we have to save the world, Transformers. How we go down to the bar? Going out of the titty bar. Just addicted to Adderall and hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Got any meth? And just giant robots <laughs> eating hot dogs. <laughs> um, There is uh, Dinobots, too. Is that the name, right? Robobots or Dinobots? Um, I don't know. All these robots. Um, come from other planets, which is scary because that's when you're gonna find something like the propane tank with sexy legs that <laughs> just right. that just shows up from another planet, crashes here, but Terrible it's also design. robotic. How do you fucking kill it? You know? Yeah. And uh, like, how did how could you kill the Terminator? I don't know. Haven't you ever watched the Terminator? You dip him in molten. <laughs> that's lava, what I was gonna I say. You throw him in a little fucking. Yeah. Well, you got the. 
what's uh, Terminator Two Judgment Day? The guy just melts. Yeah, he just he's mel- malleable. He looks like a, yeah, like a melted. Yeah, he, he steals candle. Yeah, quit banging your mug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> banging. I my get it. Mug. You're, you're getting serious. I know you're, you're uh, banging the table. You gotta bang the table. Um, it's not good for the audio. But yeah, I was afraid of that one scene in uh, the Terminator Two. When she's having a nightmare where she's seeing the kids in the park and they're all like playing with their mother over the, you see the city in the background oh, so and the big nuclear bomb hits and they all just start melting yeah. and she just turns into a skeleton. I'm like, I saw that as a kid. I was just traumatized. I was like, I knew what nuclear weapons were. And I knew what that was. And I'm just like, why are these real? <laughs> was my first like realization. I was like, why are these real? Yeah. Why do we have something that can destroy the yeah. earth? And that'll be another episode talking about nukes. Yeah. That's I, obviously we we get uh, we get a lot of episodes to cover. There's a lot of terrifying things things in this world. Yeah, we are especially we robots. are very doomed. Yeah, we, we are doomed. <laughs> but yeah, robots. Um, we're we're a while we're we're talking about when we're blending with the robots or merging with the robots and machines and which point, is happening now. We're yeah, yeah. we're in that time right now when we are we are now in the time in history when we are mending our are humans with the robots. But as it gets worse and more serious, we're eventually uh, going to split off, I think, as a society. The people that go the tech way, and then there's like the people that, you know, they don't want to merge. Like, oh, it's already happening. Yeah, like, you, know? you can't go to a city without having this, like, like he- headset. Like, you know they tried to do the Google Glass, but they're going to get it right eventually. Where everything, everywhere you look is just going to be, like, uh, augmented reality. Right. Like I have advertising everywhere. There's gonna be, there's a video on YouTube that has like a crazy example of like what it would look like, where it's like it shows you like what direction to walk on the sidewalk, and like every story you have show, walks by the sign pops out, and it just has alerts and like like it would on a phone, like all the notifications you have are just yeah. you can see them in the corner of your You're eye, seen in your eye, that... and like they're perceiving like this, like that's what it would look like. So a whole cities are going to be set up like this. It's just going to be like splitting people off more and more. What like, if they bypass that and it's just a chip you put in your brain? Yeah. And like, yeah, it, yeah. if you, you don't have the chip, you're not invited. Like you can't see what the rest of the world's seeing. Yeah. That's going to divide the world. Well, it, it's already happening. There's people out there <laughs> like my like my dad that don't even go on the internet. Yeah. So they don't even know what's going on in the world. And you're just going to get further and further behind. And I think you're right. You need to decide. Are you going to go with technology and use it for what benefits you? Or are you going to stay away from it and just hide in the woods? I don't know. I think I'm going to hide in the woods. You can only hide for so long, though. <laughs> in that Robopocalypse book, the robots evolved and they made legs that hey, get them through the woods. Well, no. Okay, so I'm down for the putting my brain into a robot. But yeah. once that's done, then I'm going to go to the woods Still with all the knowledge I have. So this is a what are you going to do about it situation? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are we doing about it? You're going to go to the woods. I think think I'm going to... I'll use robots where I see fit, but I'm not going to give them too much. I'm already not giving them that much. What what do you give them now? What do you mean by giving to robots? I don't want to give them too much trust with myself, you know? Yeah. I I don't want... A robot that can potentially hurt me in any way. I don't want to give all my information to Alexa or Google. It already has, Tyler. <laughs> I guarantee it already has your information. How? I don't know. 
It just does. Yeah. It's Google. That's they true. figure it out. They, they know they know everything about us. Why? I don't know. It's not that important. In but ca- they, they have Just it. in case. Just in case we, be, what, we become revolutionaries. This podcast <laughs> is some pirate podcast just starts a revolution. I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, it's not going to happen. That's what, when people get paranoid. Well, about, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Like, if robots take over? Yeah. Terminator style? Like, they're coming with yeah. machines. Machines, and they're, they're coming to get Like, you. Boston Dynamic on steroids. Yeah. They have taken over the government and the military. Chainsaws for hands. And there's like, fuck people. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. Is there nowhere they can't get to? Like, you want to go to the forest, but can it get to the forest? I'm hoping not. I'm hoping I can hide for a little you bit. You get deep enough I'm, in there. I'm going what for about hide. All the, all the drones, Tyler. They're gonna uh, they're gonna come fuck. sweep. Dr- in. A drone is just a fucking air robot. That's <laughs> just a sky robot. That's exactly what it is. Motherfuckers, we're fucked. You're just gonna have to go under the under the ground. And yeah. you know what? In a Terminator movie, they the robots just and they're gonna everything. be able to find it. They're gonna have fucking heat sensors on them and everything. Like anything you can think technology wise. And even things you can't fucking think of are going to be in these robots. Yeah. They're super robots. <laughs> We're fucked. They're going to take over everything. Well, maybe that's what's supposed to happen. You know what? I'm sad boohoo for humanity, but maybe robots are supposed to take over. Yeah, well, you invented these machines. There you go, humans. They, they got gotcha. you. You know what? They eliminate the parasite of this planet that's destroying everything. They bring balance to nature again, and they merge with nature. Well, they become a different type. Yeah, they this is a theory nature. I have. It might be a theory out there already. I've never actually looked it up. This is just a thought I had. But if that happens, and they're just like, "Fuck people," and they just cut us off, and they merge with nature, and they basically it's like a cocoon stage, technology and nature, and they eventually like evolve something else, like some kind of bionic, like it's like it's like uh, like it's flesh and bone, but like computer at the same time. Right, but like essentially like they start birth. birthing these, yeah. yeah, essentially created from this d- d- design from n- nature, like merging its system with nature's system, because they're very similar, like computer systems and like the whole system of nature and DNA and everything. These computer just merges with that, and you just imagine what they'll create. Like screw people, get get us out of the way. Like bring on the next stage. And then you start introducing, like, virtual reality stuff to that. Yeah. So now these AIs start dreaming up whatever they want, so they just start thinking of whatever. Yeah. You just, now you've merged robotics and AI and virtual reality, and it's just one big shitstorm of the universe. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just like, I want to see a fucking great white shark eating a sandwich and killing this thing, and it'll just do it. Yeah. We have that now, though. It's called YouTube. Pretty much. <laughs> we'll wrap this up here. We'll talk. We'll think about one thing we're grateful for. You got. You got anything off off the off the top of your head? You want to, you're thankful for robots. Robots. You're thankful for the robots. Yeah, they've gotten us this far. They gotten us this far. They've helped us out. Okay. Um, like through all of that, we didn't. What's one negative robot that exists right now? We're all thinking about future robots, giving robots guns and stuff. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything negative. It's uh, But robots don't know right or wrong yet. Yeah. 
So it's hard to it's hard to judge if it's negative or not. And I guess any robot with like chainsaws. Yeah, if it's like a if it's like a racist robot running around giving people the finger and like the dildos all over it. And just like fuck you. That's pretty like negative that, that's robot. Got, that's pretty negative robot. It's like life sucks. It's like we gave you life and you you say it sucks. Yeah, fuck you. Right. It is negative robot. So, okay, so I'm not actually thankful for robots. Then. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's that doesn't exist, Tyler. But you're right. There's there's a lot of just uh, robots doing good things. You know, there's robots that save people. There's robots that help people. Yeah, but there is the chance that. You start putting too much um, artificial intelligence, and into these robots. Yeah, they're gonna. We're doomed. Yeah, I'm thankful that um, toasters don't have wheels or legs yet, because uh, I need my toaster in one place for my toast. I don't need to go chasing it around. Okay, I, I already got a cat and a dog. I got to chase around. I don't need a yeah. toaster. Speaking of dogs. Boston just dropped the ball. <laughs> he slept like the whole episode. Yeah, good boy. Good. You snuggle up in that blanket, buddy. Good boy. Yeah. All right. That's been another episode of We're Doomed Podcast. We're Doomed Podcast. Stay Thanks. tuned for next next episode coming out. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, so I can't surprise you. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> can't for... Can't tease you. It's about uh, something that's going to end the world. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. They're gonna, we're doomed.